Welcome to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yance, and I have another interview for you. And this interview is from the readers.review1 on Instagram. You can find him. His name is Roy uh, Shia. And I just learned so much from him. And I'm going to give you this interview. So enjoy. Okay, I have a special guest with me, uh, Roy Shia, the founder of the Instagram page, readers.reviews1, and we're talking books and stuff, and uh, how are you doing, Roy? I'm doing great, Justin. How are you? Awesome. I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, so let's start with, um, how did your Instagram page come about? Well, uh, I started this Instagram page just to share what I usually read. Hmm. I didn't have a big plan in mind. Just wanted to share with, with the world what I read and what I learned, and hopefully spread some value. Cool. Cool. That's cool. Um, was Was there anything that you were like um, inspired by? Like, was there another page that you were like, hmm, "I'd like, I'd like to try that," or was this a totally original idea? It was a random idea, let's say. I didn't uh, know any Instagram or. Uh, Instagram book page before starting my own. Never thought of searching for one hmm. because uh, I don't know. It just this idea just struck me one day, and I I said I will wait until I finish this semester and I'll start immediately. And uh, that's pretty much it. And once I started this Instagram page, I started to uh, get to know other books book Instagram pages and hmm. met some good people. Cool, cool. Um... Have you always been an avid reader? It has been for four to five years. Mm. I started there, reading five years ago, I think. Was there a book that like did it for you that like was like this this is I want to keep going? You know, I love I love reading. Or was it just, you know, a process of just, you know, a little bit here each day and then kind of were like, I'm a reader. <laughs> well, you know, that's a funny story because uh there's one once in time I was with, with my father in a coffee shop. We went to get a cup of coffee. And you know, in a coffee shop, you see people working, having their, their laptops in front, in front of them working. Uh, some are reading. And I thought, why don't I get a book and go to a coffee shop, get a cup of coffee and read while drinking coffee? That sounds interesting. And uh, some days later, I went and bought my first book. Uh, its title was Think Big. And when I started this this book, I I love the idea of learning something new, uh, learning something that I didn't see in school, let's say, and choosing the book or resource that I want, and uh, learning a new skill at my own pace. So I like I like this idea. So I started reading uh, this way, and when I stumbled upon a book called The Five AM Club and started applying a few things from the 5am club that's when i started to read on a constant basis not just randomly pick up a book during the day no after reading the 5am club i started uh reading on i i made let's say i i put a schedule for reading during my day hmm. cool so, wait, so so you so you schedule where when do you normally uh, schedule your reading uh first first thing in the morning and before going to bed it's kind of what i do too it's it's it's, it's usually the best thing because you know you're like you're yeah. setting you're setting yourself up for the day as opposed to going to like the phone or something you know you're like going to reading you're exactly. getting you're getting knowledge and then it's like okay i can ease into that you know like people are always upset with me because i'm not like answering emails <laughs> early in the morning it's like you have the whole um, day to answer the emails exactly and, and you know Give, give me give me my time to get ready you know i'm, I'm i like to, i like to meditate as well like in the morning yes yeah do, do, do you have a meditation practice do you do you uh i've tried it a few mm. times but it didn't work for me probably because i wasn't doing it the correct way 
So mm. currently I don't meditate, but uh, I might try it later. Yeah, I started reading this book um, by Joe Dispenza, Becoming Supernatural, and he kind mm -hmm. of explained a lot of the, uh, the the benefits of meditation. And you mentioned five the five a.m. club. That's Robin Sharma, and you know he he's he's big on meditation as well. And right. I found. Um, the way I kind of started was, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Mind Valley uh, with uh, Vishen Alakiani. He, he started uh, a Mind Valley, and on Mind Valley, he has this thing called the six phase meditation. And it, it's really great. You can find it on YouTube for free. And it, mm -hmm. it really kind of like opened me up on how to do it because, like, first you start with, like, you know, being, you know, being worldly and seeing the world mm. and giving thanks to that. And then you, then you do gratitude and then it's forgiveness. And then it's, where would you like to be? And how do you see the day today? Or what is your perfect day? And then the next one is um, just thanking God or the universe or whatever, you know, deity you believe in, but it's, it's really easy. And it, it, I like it because it gives me something to, to go through. Sometimes I don't always, if I have to just sit there and just kind of like, you know, l listen to things, sometimes I can lull myself to sleep and be yeah. like, wait a minute, like, wait, wait, what am I, uh, what am I doing here? But uh, so I'm still working on the Joe Dispenza um, yeah. meditation because it's so, um, it's so elaborate, but I, but I see the benefits of it. But if you want something that's going to like, you know, just, you know, more of a, like, checklist type of thing mm -hmm. it's very easy to do and you can do anywhere i would i would check out that i'll um i'll, I'll send you a link to that okay yeah um you mentioned yeah. uh you mentioned think big um are, are you talking about, um the author who is the author of that are, are, uh i think it was i think there was two authors one of them was donald trump uh i don't remember who's the second author think big. uh i picked that i picked up this book just randomly, I, I saw it uh, yeah. in a bookstore and said, well, I like the title. Uh, oh, the the one book. by uh, Ben Carson. Is that, is that what we're talking about? This one, Unleashing uh, Your ex Potential for Excellence? I know that Donald Trump also uh, is an author of this book or co-author of this book. I think this book has two authors. Um, okay. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Um, you mentioned, you know, reading in a coffee shop. For me, I... Took me a while to get used to like reading in a coffee shop. It's just, just kind of like you know, this this I'm I'm like in I I I was in New York, but um, yeah. during the pandemic I came down here to to Charlotte, and when I was listening, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I find myself distracted. I have to kind of like put music on stuff. So like I like to read in like a place where like there's no no sound. Like I'll bring myself into the bathroom, turn the fan on, and be like. <laughs> There I go. I can read. Nobody, you know, nobody can bother me or anything. But um, yeah, I that that's um, that's something that I that I want to do. Um, how long do you like to read? Like, for, for uh, I, I don't like to spend more than one hour of intense reading, especially in the morning. So I pick up the let's say if I'm reading multiple books during the day. Yeah. Usually I read two books at the same time. Uh, in the morning I read the more difficult book or more, more challenging book. I'd, and I would like, and uh, I prefer to give it a maximum of one hour or one hour, 15 minutes. Hmm. So That's interesting, cool. I don't like yeah, to spend more time on reading because, you know, reading drains your energy, requires energy. And it does. I'm, I'm just starting the day and I have more university, university stuff to go through my day. And uh, I want yeah. to keep some of this energy to go through my day. Now, yeah. Now you mentioned. Do you have a specific way you read? Like, do you do you like speed reading, or do you do? Um, are you familiar with that? Uh, I read at my own pace. Mm -hmm. uh, I am familiar with, uh, with speed reading. I think one of the techniques is you can hold a pen with the in your hand and try mm -hmm. to follow your pen while reading. This may yeah. accelerate uh, uh, your reading speed. I've tried it. Uh, then it to work well for me, probably because of uh, uh, lack of experience. Uh, I then switched to my normal reading speed and I'm not in a rush to finish any book. So mm. just wanna read and comprehend well what I read. What, what are you reading right now? 
reading a very interesting book. It's called The Lucifer Effect by uh, Dr. Philip Zimbardo. And it's uh, the subtitle reads, How Good People Turn Evil. Have you heard of the, of the movie called uh, The Stanford Prison Experiment? Yes, yes, I have. I... The movie is based on this book. Really interesting. So it's all about yeah. the, you know, basically you get people yeah. thinking like a prisoner if you put them exactly. in a prison. The exactly. the the environment in yeah, how the environment affected their behavior and turned good students to and made good students to do uh, evil behavior to punish their peers. Uh, and somebody do evil things they wouldn't do in their normal life. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because they say, like, if you really want to change yourself, sometimes the best thing is mm -hmm. to remove yourself from the environment. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that that like really goes into um, it really makes that belief true, because, you know, like you said, these people, they were, they were good people and you saw them change because of the environment. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. And if you think about it, it, it works on many types of environment, let's say you're in an environment that is not very productive. Yeah. That may, might also affect you and not being so productive. Yeah. That's another way to put it. It's, it's interesting because some people, you know, we think that prison is a rehabilitation process, but sometimes it can just make you even worse than you came out. You know, it, it, it depends on the certain person. That's why I think the, um, the one size fits all mentality of, you know, of incarcerating people doesn't really work because you're not really getting to the, the heart of the problem. You're just putting everybody yeah. in a group and saying, okay, you're, you're this, but it's like, why is he this? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm always curious. I'm always curious to the why. I know that would be a yeah. more longer process, but I think if we went that way, it would, um, I think it would cut down on, um, on the amount of things like that, because I, I think it's it's more psychological than anything. And what you're saying with the Stanford prison um, experiment that, that, you know, that really brings that um, belief to, to truth. Um, do you have any books? I mean, you kind of already answered this with the with, with Sharma's uh, 5 a.m. club and uh, Think Big, but do you have any books that you think like really changed your life? Uh, well, Think Big just made me uh, or introduced me to the book world. Hmm. If you ask me what I remember from this book, I would say probably nothing. <laughs> I read a long time ago, but uh, this book launched me into, into reading or the book world. And after I finished this book, I was curious to start another one. But uh, some book, books that really stood out to me and are some of my favorites are The 5 a.m. Club by Roman Sharma. And there's also The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. These two books are my all-time favorite books. Have you read, um, I just finished reading uh, The 48 Laws of Power, which is another, you know, Robert Greene book. Yeah. Did, did you did, like you it? Read... I it, it's interesting. No. That's, it, it's, I find Robert Greene's books are the best to like, you know, read like a little chapter a day, you know, type of thing. Because yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, it's 50, you know, it's 50 laws, it's, it's 48 laws. But what I like about it is it gives you a real, um, it shows you history and how history has had this already. I, I haven't, I, I have the laws of uh, human nature. I haven't gotten to that. Right now I'm reading uh, the laws of seduction. So I'm kind of going through all of them. I think after this one, I will go to um, the laws of human nature because yeah. um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, what would you say, what, what, what was the thing about the laws of human nature that like really, you know, um, just stood out to you? I approached the book with the goal of trying to understand other people. But by the end of the book, uh, I understood myself even more. Yeah. Because as the title said, it's about uh, the human nature and we are humans. So yeah. what are the motivations of our motivation? What, are, what motivates me to act in certain ways? Uh, what motivates me to take rational or irrational decisions? Uh, understand my dark side uh, or understand the other person's dark side, some body language uh, lessons. So uh, he pretty much sums it up when it comes to understanding humans on a psychological level. 
what I, what I like what you're telling me about is that you, you're a very active reader. I can tell when you read when you read books. What advice would you give to people to 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 be more like that? Is 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 it the pacer that you have with the pen, or is it just a mindset? How how do you think people can get more into? Because I find most people read passively, and it's very hard to get them into that more of the. Um, the active way of reading of like really you know taking it in well first you have to find what interests you hmm. so i'm not much into history right now so if i read a history book i'll probably uh, not concentrate on reading but if you give me like a productivity book or a psychology book i'll be more happy or happier to read this book so yeah. the first step is to really find what interests you and then it, it can uh, begin by can begin by setting a realistic goal. So I don't have to finish a book a day, or I don't have to read fifty two books in a year. I just read at my own pace. You know, That's uh, cool. probably a set set a realistic goal like reading uh, a book a month, for example, or two books a month. That's a realistic goal for me. I won't stress myself out to read as many books as. Uh, as I can, just uh, read at my own pace and have fun. Interesting. That's cool. So yeah, you're you're basically. It's it's in some ways I think it almost is your form of meditation. You're you're reading. You, you know, can say that, you may yeah. you you may not realize, but I think I think in some ways you're already meditating because you're meditating on the book, and I like what you said about how you read at your own. You read at your own pace. You're not, you're not like, you don't set this goal that, you know, a lot of people have where it's like, okay, I got to read a book a year or I got to read a book a week. It's like, no, no, no. I'm going to read at my pace, whatever that is, you know, doesn't. And, and I think that's, that's really admirable because it, you know, you see on a lot of the, these Instagram books, you know, there's, there's like, ah, oh, read 30 books this year, you know, do this, do that, you know, and it's. Challenge yourself. Uh... Yeah. But at the end, I think reading should be fun and should yeah. not feel like a homework or you don't have to feel, oh, no, I have to read that now. You have to feel excited you're going to read. That's and how I, I think, feel. And I think that's, the, that's one of the main problems with, with reading with the general public, especially people that don't read, is they see it as work instead of fun. They don't see this as like something that... They don't see it as a recreational activity. They see it more as this is school. And yeah. that's, that's my problem with school in some ways. I feel like sometimes it hurts people, you know, really it's just like, I, I don't want to do that. I, I did all that. I, it's, but it's not the same thing. When you're reading exactly. things that interest you, it, 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 as I've said in my previous podcast, it disarms you and brings you into another thought process that you that you wouldn't have it kind of lulls you into a sense of security and allows you to meditate on that thought mm. of like hmm, i never thought about doing that and like you said you know the, the laws of human nature that's that's kind of what happened with you know 48 laws of power you know you you kind of look back and you're like hmm, okay i see that here in myself exactly. interesting you know so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do, do you have any? Do you do? You, I kind of answered this already, but do, do you have some top favorite books? Like, what what would you say is your like top five favorite books? Uh, so my top two are the Five M Club and the Lost from Nature. Not in that order. I still yeah. haven't figured out who is top one. <laughs> but <laughs> the remaining three, the list keeps on changing depending on what I read. But for yeah. now, they are. I would say uh, Man's Search for Meaning by Dr. Victor Frankl, Mastery mm. by Robert Greene, and Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's a great business book. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anybody's really put in the, um, you know, explained to the public, you know, the difference between mm. assets and liabilities. You're just, yeah. just this thing on a balance sheet, and you're just like, what is that? And he explains like no 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 liability this is a liability it's costing you money and it's not bringing you in money that's that's the opposite of an asset that's a liability yeah i i love um yeah robert kiyosaki there's so many so many great lessons in uh, rich that important and 
but also one of my favorite favorites is choose a job that teaches you more not a job that pays you more so exactly and there's a connection between this idea and the book mastery by robert green the first step uh, to take uh in your apprenticeship phase is to value learning over money yeah and that's and he talks about that in the book because he um you know, his rich dad was like, look, I'm not going to pay you a salary. I'm going to pay you knowledge so that you stop yeah. thinking like an employee, you know? Exactly. And I think that's a problem that you see with a lot of people is that they're, they're in the employee mindset instead of the, how can I, you know, how can I learn this so that I can apply it and I can, you know, almost do my own thing. Or if I do want to work with somebody and do it, but I'm not sitting there thinking like, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this in a checklist manner. You're thinking more in um, a worldview manner of like, well, if we if we did this, this would save us cost on this. As opposed to, you know, it's just like, okay, well, yeah. how much sheet says this? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, interesting. You, you said you um, you don't speed read. One of the things I liked about speed reading that that I've learned from it is that it taught me how to um, how to uh, when you when you speed up the way you read, it mm. forces you your mind to almost work faster because like there's mm. there's um there's kind of like a process that you have to go through to get you know to to learn to know how to um to know how to do this because at first you're just kind of mm. like. You know, None of this is really going in. It's just kind of going in. But as you, you know, as you continue to do it, you know, it, it teaches you to like look at a sentence and, you know, just kind of see that full sentence and take the, the information you need. And then you look at the next sentence mm -hmm. and you look at that. And, and it kind of teaches you to do chunks. So uh, one of the things that I, I looked at was um, Jim Quick. I'm sure you've seen some of his advertisements on there. His, his work. Yeah. Limitless. Have you, have you read Limitless? Uh, no, not yet. It's 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 a pretty good book. He he talks yeah. a lot about you know being you know the boy with the broken brain, and mm. how you know he, he just he had to find new ways to store information because like his long term his his long term short term memory was kind of messed up. So he had to figure out ways of how do people how do people learn to you know retain more. And then he went to, you know, he, he talked about, you know, comic books and he talks about being with, you know, Stan Lee and he talks about being on the set of, you know, Days of Future Past and, and X-Men and how he, um, he was teaching them how, yeah, he was teaching them how to like memorize lines better and everything. But it's, oh. it's a fantastic book. Yeah. It's, it's a I've really fantastic it. book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what am I reading? I'm, I'm finishing um, Neville Goddard's books on, um, and they're all about the mind. And he, he was kind of mm -hmm. he's taking a lot of biblical translations and explaining to them, you know, okay. what these possibly could mean, but it's, it's an interesting mm -hmm. book. And then, as I said, I'm reading the, the law of seduction, which is, you know, a long daunting book, you know, yeah. <laughs> all of Robert Greene's books are just these long <laughs> things, but I find, you know, the best way to do it. What advice would you give to people that, don't like to read how would how would you explain what, what do you think people that like just just hate it what, what can we do to get them to read my first thing uh, or the first thing i think about is if they actually found what interests them so if i'm interested in reading psychology another person might be interested in reading fiction books mm. and you can also learn a lot from fiction books some yeah. people might be interested in reading comic books. That's a good point. So, so we go back again to the, one of the most important steps is actually find what you actually want to read or like to read. Because uh, if you read something that you don't enjoy, you just uh, will begin to read for the sake of reading yeah. without putting any effort to trying to understand what the author has to say. Yeah, they're so yeah they're 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 reading passively. They're not looking at exactly. they're they're not, they're not applying it to themselves. Which exactly. I find the best thing with books is you learn all these different techniques on how you can apply your mm. life. One of, one of my favorite books is you know Atomic Habits. You know he, he yeah. talks about you know being ten ten percent better. 
you know, that's all you got to be is just be 10% better. And, you know, it's, small steps, small daily steps. Yeah. It starts with the small steps. It starts with, for exactly. me, what's always worked is, is creating the, the, the habit and then continuing and just making it because once you do something every day, you start to realize like, yeah, that's not that bad. You know, you just keep, you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And I, I feel like that's something you can apply to just about, just about anything. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that to me, I, I think reading is a way to, to really, you know, change the world. Because mm. if more people were reading, they would be more empathetic about mm. others. Right. Because reading yeah. forces you to look at somebody else's way of doing things and, and, you know, and analyze it. Whereas, you know, yeah, I can show you a video. I can, you could play a video game. You can listen to music. But the thing that's really going to get you into the head of somebody else's, like, I, I think it's almost impossible to, 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 if you are actually reading, you know, actively, to not gain some kind of empathy, empathy for it, or some form of strategy that you yeah, can take I, into your I life. Absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you have um, do you have a beginning day routine? Like, how, how do you uh, like to yes. start your day? It is inspired by the Five AM Club. So, yeah. once I finished this book, I immediately started waking up at five wanted to wow. try it i was curious so i wake up at 4 50 give my myself a 10 minute head start to prepare myself then uh do a 20 minutes workout and then go prepare a cup of coffee and uh dive into what i'm reading which now is the lucifer effect yeah. by philip zimbardo so this is my morning routine and after finishing my reading session i go prepare my breakfast and that's the beginning of my day. Wow. Cool. And most of it is, uh, so when I first wake up, until I finish uh, my read reading session, uh, all of it is away from any type of internet connection or uh, technological device. So mm. I'm not connected to anyone <laughs> during- do you, do you like to read? Like, I have found the Kindle to be a great device because one, it doesn't really allow you. You can't. You can't really surf the net on that. You yeah. can't do. You can't do anything with it. It really is just just a book, and you're putting yeah. it. Do you do you like to use Kindle or do you prefer a you know just a regular book? I prefer a physical book mm. because uh, uh, reading is also an experience. You're not just learning. There's mm. an experience in, in flipping the pages. Probably. Uh, holding a highlighter in your hand and using it, writing some notes. Yeah. Uh, I still don't have uh, a Kindle, but uh, I do use the Kindle app on my laptop and on my phone. Yeah. I, and I do use it sometimes, but still I do prefer a physical book. Yeah. The, the thing, the thing, I'm not trying to sell you on a Kindle here, but... Uh, um, I'll probably get one uh, soon, but... Uh, yeah. The, the thing <laughs> I like about the Kindle that they've that they've done that's the difference between like an iPad or a phone is it doesn't really feel like a screen so much. Mm. I mean it, it it is a screen, but it doesn't feel like you know because of the the way it's shaped, it has that feeling of a book. They've kind of replicated it as, as yeah. best you the can. Color of, that. The, of the screen, it's close yeah. to the color of a page from a a book, which also easier on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, because, because that's that's my problem with like with the. Um, especially with like reading on an iPad or, or phone is yeah. that the blue light is coming out and now you can dim it and stuff, but it's like, also I find when I'm going on there, I'll be like, okay, now I'm going to go on YouTube. Then I'll go on there. Like there's all these triggers for like different yeah. things that you, it's hard. So with the Kindle, you, you can't really do anything because the, the browser is so slow. It's like yeah. all you can do. So when I pick it up, it's it's almost giving me a trigger of oh it's time it's time to read the same way you would pick up a book and go okay time time to read it's like we're we're very yeah. much triggered people when we you know pick up something now you mentioned uh, you're, you're in college right what what are you what are you, what are you studying I'm I'm curious this is my final year of mechanical engineering I'll be graduating oh, wow. next semester 
Wow. What what got you interested in mechanical engineering? Uh, cars. I've been a huge car fan since I was a little kid. Really? And I, was, I still am. <laughs> so I decided to study mechanical engineering uh, for the purpose of further understanding how vehicles actually work. So, so how do you how do you want to progress in that field? Like, what what is one of the things you would like to to do? With oh, mechanical engineering is a very big field. So when I started college, uh, I really got to know what what is mechanical engineering, and it's more than just vehicles. So I actually love uh, the design aspect of mechanical engineering. Like you're designing a machine, you're designing uh, a certain structure. So uh, it actually depends on which uh, category of mechanical engineering you'll go, you'll go into after graduating because it's so big. Uh, and from then you can, I'll be launching my career. So I'll be starting with something related to design, like drawing a, a certain part on your computer, assembly, uh, doing an assembly. So. Hmm. Interesting. Do you do you see do you see cars going in a way that you would like to like? I, I know it's not specifically yes. two two vehicles, but do you do you do you have an idea of how you want to see cars evolve? Is it is there is there something you want to share, or is this something you want to keep like, to yourself? Uh, uh, like how I see the future of uh, the automotive industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But <laughs> as we can see, it's moving towards electric vehicles, like yeah. Tesla and Elon Musk, <laughs> and yeah. uh, the most most of the big brands are starting to release their electric vehicles, like uh, the BMW have their uh, category I version of, like the BMW i4, iX, i3, the Mercedes have their EQ, uh, and there's the Toyota Prius, let's say it's a hybrid, so we're moving I think we'll, we'll be moving towards uh, self-driving cars and uh, electric cars. Do you think there's something out there past electric that would even be better than electric hopefully. cars? Is there? Hopefully. Uh, I, I love uh, uh, combustion engines. Like, mm. uh, their, their sound is dramatic. So kind of sad to see that the... Uh, Someday in the future, we won't be uh, seeing uh, internal combustion engines anymore used mm -hmm. in vehicles. There's the technology of using hydrogen fuel, mm. which still makes the car produce some sounds because, uh, because of combustion. And yeah. uh, it does not, but uh, I don't know much about its efficiency. Now, is that something... Uh, you you mentioned the sound. Is that one of the things that you really like about about the cars? Yeah, the sound? yeah, yeah. Especially sp uh, sports cars. Yeah, they have that. You know that very Depend soft the sound. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I did I didn't know you were uh, uh, into cars. What what do you think about what Elon Musk is doing with cars? Are you in favor of it? Do you do you think it's a step too far? Do you like how, how do you, how do you feel about his his approach to cars? Well, he's trying to save the world. That's for sure. Like with electric vehicles, you don't have pollution when the vehicle is driving on the road. Yeah. He's trying to make uh, safe vehicles. Yeah. Especially when it comes to self-driving cars. Yeah. And also the Tesla is one of the safest vehicles. Like I once watched a video doing a crash test on a Tesla and they tried to roll the, the vehicle and it didn't roll. So uh, what Elon Musk is doing is very inspiring. And I'm a fan of, uh, of Elon Musk. So, Same here. <laughs> what he's doing at Tesla, at SpaceX, at the boring company. <laughs> this guy is insane. <laughs> no, I mean, well, well, I think that's one of the big differences between him and Jeff Bezos. Like, you don't see Elon Musk on, on vacation, on, on yachts. Like, I don't think he takes vacation. He's just... Like you could tell, like he's always working. Like he works. Like, he has so much on his plate, <laughs> which which is great. I think we we yeah. we need minds like that. I I love the idea of the neural link. I know that's gonna scare yeah. <laughs> crap out of so many people to do that. But I'm like, if we have an ability to to put something in there and actually 
attain knowledge. I mean, a lot of people are going to be terrified of that, but I'm like, that's interesting. It's an interest. It's an interesting concept to go down. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a futuristic idea. Taking yeah. colony to Mars. I mean, it's you know, I mean, when you talk to those people, this they they don't really grasp what that really entails and like how how close in some ways we are to a lot of these things and and mm. ai they, they're they're most i talk to people you know they're just like oh yeah that's far away I'm like no it's it's not far away it's very very close to where it is yeah some of the brightest minds are are working on these topics yeah what one thing i want to ask you about because i love your um i love your posts how do you how do you how do you decide on posts on instagram uh, well, I, have my I know that's kind of a switch of the topic. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Elon Musk to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's fine. But I have my regular post when I share a review of a book that I've read. So, yeah. which is my, uh, the main goal of this page, like share book reviews, share mm. honest book reviews, uh, and probably inspire others to read a certain book and with time you start to come up with certain ideas get inspired by uh, by others what others are doing you start getting some ideas from here and there and uh, try to execute them and with time you you also learn uh, new things uh, also when instagram releases a new feature for example right now there's the reel so you try to be creative with the new feature features of Instagram. Uh, so that's pretty much it, how I decide what to share and what to post. And I try to make my content uh, valuable, educational, and uh, entertaining. Because hmm. people on social media are not there only to learn. They're yeah. looking to spend when, some time for fun. When, now, when did you come to that? Uh, because you you gave those three things did you come to that on on your own is there is there a book that you read or did you did you gain that from somebody or is that just kind of how you you saw instagram when you were going to be uh, you know in some ways a social media in, influencer yeah. so you know, when that, i first started kind of a dirty yeah. word but <laughs> <laughs> no, we're yeah. trying to do good things here <laughs> it makes, makes it sound like you know making you this like yeah she's a social media you know it's like hey buy this <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do this right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, when i first started i was only think of trying to share only value and teaching other people what i read and with mm -hmm. time when you follow others really get to know what social media is about and it's in its name it's social so you have to interact with others uh you have to share some fun stuff sometimes i share some funny posts or funny reels that have, that they have no educational purpose at all but they may be funny so yeah. just lightens the mood of well, whoever is surfing laughter on, on sometimes the best the best thing sometimes you yeah know, you just yeah. gotta laugh you know <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so like with, with time you still, uh, I got to know what Instagram is really about. And it's a continuous process of or continuous learning process. Or it's a journey. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm looking at one of the books you, uh, you have here, the Daniel Kahneman. Um, I think I'm butchering his name. Thinking Fast <laughs> and Slow. Have you have you read that book? I, I, I have yeah. it, but I haven't haven't read it. Is, is, it, is it a recommend? Yeah, I have read the book. Well, yeah. I think if someone who hasn't read this book yet and listened to this uh, podcast, you must probably have heard that this is a difficult book. In fact, mm -hmm. it is not. It is a dense book. It is easy to understand, mm -hmm. but somehow challenging to remember what you read because it is a dense book. You have, or there is a lot to learn from it. So mm -hmm. if you read it slowly, you'll get much more from it than reading in a fast way. Again, it is an easy book to read and understand, but what's challenging in it is trying to remember or retain what you read because of the information overload. Yeah. But a fantastic book. It is one of my favorites. So is it is it more about, you know, um, 
Is he giving you strategies on how to and on how to think? And um... you can say that, yeah. It makes you aware of our two types of thinking, like the fast thinking and the slow thinking. So the slow thinking is the analytical thinking, hmm. like when someone is doing a let's say a math problem, and they're taking their time trying to analyze it and get the final result. And the first thinking is about intuition. Yeah. So got, once you understand, got. yeah, uh, the gut is one example. Our intuition, let's say you ask someone, what's two plus two? They, they immediately say four. You don't have to stop and think. <laughs> you don't have to stop and wait, think. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me get the calculator. <laughs> or come to my hands. It's like, okay, wait, we, we, we failed math. <laughs> we, we have to go back to that. <laughs> so once you're aware of the two types of thinking, uh, you'll understand the biases in our decision-making process because the slow thinking requires energy. And uh, by our nature, we seek comfort. And when it comes to the slow thinking and fast thinking, comfort is the fast thinking coming to a decision or to a conclusion in a fast way. But sometimes it isn't the correct uh, path to take. So we'll be aware of the uh, biases in our thinking process. Interesting. Doubt is... Um... Does it talk about how to like conserve, conserve, like conserve energy? Because you said like slow thinking takes energy. Does it tell you like, does it give you strategies on how to, how to make, how to, how to maintain energy? For me, I find um, continuing to move forward and always moving, <laughs> moving as much as like, if, even if you're sitting, then you, you need to, you need to go move so that you, mm -hmm. you can't do it because it's very easy to just like, like, you know, yeah. shut down, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm not sure there's any or such techniques in this book. Mm. It's more of a psychological book that uh, explains how the brain actually operates. Mm. Do, do you, do you, um, do you follow the Pompadour effect of like, you know, 25 minutes, yeah. five minutes? Yeah. I mean, a lot of, a lot I have of exams. Yes, I do. Yeah. It's, and you, and it's you, very, very effective very effective yeah at least See, for me that's something i think that should be taught at a very young age at in school so that like it's not this because i mean for me it's like you kind of always knew about it but like when you read about it and learn about it, it's like oh okay that's that's a way to do it um but it but it's not really it's not really put in there i mean now we're getting into a whole nother subject, but but that's kind of my problem with the school is I don't think there's enough uh, life learning skills. Like we don't explain taxes. We don't explain any of the stuff that Robert Kiyosaki is talking about that you would actually apply, which I think if you taught some of those things would make people go, okay, these are things I can apply. And then it would make it easier to take in these other things that might not necessarily be in your life, but you know, you never know, you know, they just, you know, I don't know. I think that might be an interesting way to, to go about school. Now I know that's a, once again, that's a very broad subject. Now we're talking about changing yeah. school and changing <laughs> the, the thought. So <laughs> like, yes. Uh, let me go call my congressman right now. But excuse me. I, I have an idea. Let's uh, change the school system. Uh, just throw everything out. <laughs> and we've been doing for hundreds of years and let's, uh, let's try this. <laughs> I wish that um, wasn't this easy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, like yeah, it's simple. Um, last, I wanted to talk about: do you, do you have a nighttime? Do you have like a nighttime routine or a way to you know, you know, just shut down during the day? How do how do you how do you stop working? For me, that's like the hardest thing. So I'm just like, okay, wait, I need to do this and it's like that. <laughs> and I think I know a little bit because you said you know you you know you read at night. Is is that kind of the thing that you use, or do you have like um? I, I read about uh, Michael Brias's uh, book about, you know, sleep. And he talked about having like a kind of a routine, like, you know, mm. one, one of the things you can do is like turn on hot water. This hot water will make you tired. Whereas cold water, you know, it's going to wake you up. Yeah. You really fall asleep yeah. in cold water. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there may be somebody out there. It's like, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I, I it makes me tired all the time. Cold water. <laughs> you heard of uh, yeah. Wim Hof? the Iceman. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't read that book. I do. I do want to. I haven't also watched. Uh, I've watched some of his videos. Yeah, the Wim Hof method is a very yeah. interesting uh, thing. But yeah, what? Yeah, how do you? How do you? How do you wind wind down? Yeah, I like to finish my day with uh, on a, a slow tempo, and my way to do it is just read a book. Hmm. Uh, I don't expect not much from the book that I'm reading. I try to pick something light to just relax. Uh, get away from social media, YouTube, the internet. Yeah. Uh, I try to read from a physical book, but sometimes I have to read from a, on my laptop or on my phone, on the Kindle app, which is fine also. The main goal is to just read for 15 to 30 minutes before going to bed. And uh, I try to sleep every night at the same time, which is around 9 and 9.30. In order to get enough sleep, so I can wake up early in the next morning. Yeah. How many hours so, of sleep do you like to do? You like to get a night? Because it's different for every man. Yeah, seven to eight hours are enough for me. That's that's what I. Seven to eight is is what I. Yeah. Need. I mean, some people say you can do six, and it's like, eh, not me. <laughs> I need <laughs> I need the seven. <laughs> you know. Um. Well, this this was great. Uh. One last question. This is kind of more for me personally. Um, I'm, I'm a big film guy. So what uh, what films have you watched? Any interesting films, TV shows? Oh, wow. what, do, what do you uh, what do you like? I like action movies. Really? Yeah. Uh, what's its name? You know, the movie Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. It's an yeah. attack on the White House. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. Gerard, Gerard Butler and um, yeah, yeah. That, exactly. that is an interesting film. I yeah, like, I I like that. I, I watched that like, I think I watched it around during the pandemic. And I, and I was like, I was saying, because I liked the realistic take they took on it. It didn't, it didn't uh, dumb it down. I was like, okay, yeah. I can buy this. You know, it's not this, because uh, they tried to recreate the movie with another one that like took the exact same concept, but they did it poorly. Oh, really? Yeah, was, I think it was called White House Down. But it was like exactly the same. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It looked That's exactly true. the same movie, but it was like White House down. There's the little yeah. girl that uh, holding the flag. But it's just a bunch of comedy, you know. It's like they <laughs> put a bunch of comedy in there, and I like that. You know, Olympus has fault. It takes the situation seriously. Um, since you mentioned action movies, are you, are you excited for the the new Batman? Uh, not really. No. No, no, <laughs> you know. You don't like really superhero movies? I watch any movie. Uh, I do like, but I'm not that uh, a diehard yeah. fan. Yeah, I don't mind watching their movies, but uh, I don't mind either not watching their movies. So it's not a necessity for me. Uh, cool. I like more war movies, although mm. <laughs> Batman movies do have some wars in them, like fighting yeah. and shooting. <laughs> yeah, but I like something like Olympus Has Fallen or. Uh, Lone Survivor. It's a true story about four Navy Seals. Yeah, that's yeah. a Peter Ber Peter that, Berg film. Yeah, yeah, about that war. movie is wow. <laughs> and uh, what's beautiful and scary about it? It's that it's a uh, based on on uh, real life events. Like you see these three Navy Seals who who died in the battle and one that survived. Yeah. Do you, do you like some of the Bollywood action films as well? Uh, I don't remember if I've ever watched any, so I can't say. Because, because they, they seem to be like kind of, it feels like they were almost in the, the, the 80s that we were in, in, in the 80s, like with the action hero kind oh. of coming out. You know, I've, I don't know. I've just noticed that. I, I look at their, you know, I look at their box office and I'm like, mm. oh, that's, wow. Oh. It's, it's been a while since I watched any any movie or or TV show. It's been a while. <laughs> it just reminds me. I, I, sh I should I should watch a movie. <laughs> Which do, I'll probably do you get to the, uh, <laughs> the movie based on this book on the Lucifer Effect, the Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah, that was uh, that, that. That's it's more of an indie film. It's not really. Um, oh, really? It's not really. It's not really an action film. It, 
because I talked to like the casting director who actually made it. And he said like originally it was going to have all these huge stars and then it just kind of, they kind of mm. just decided let's just make it and it doesn't matter oh, okay. what, yeah, it doesn't matter what it, what it is. Oh, well, okay. This has been great. I'm, I'm so yeah. glad I got to have you on and, and talk, you know, I know the time difference is a little, you know, yeah. difference here, but you know, I was able to make it work, you know. It's 12 here or 12.51 here and uh, over there it's 7.51. But through the power of technology, we can still, exactly. we can still talk, you know. Exactly. <laughs> but I do miss face-to-face uh, -face meetings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How, how, how is, you know, like, like lock, lockdown over there? Is it, is it crazy? Well, is it getting better with COVID? Yeah, currently the COVID cases are high compared to the small population of uh, in, in Lebanon. Uh, and when it comes to college, uh, it's all online courses. So uh, yeah, we're studying from home. Yeah, so it's gonna, you can get it, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, I do miss the people. interactions with, <laughs> with people and actually going to university, going to the campus. <laughs> it's a different experience. Now is there, um... Is there anything you want to, you know, plug, you know, social media wise? Like, how can people reach you? Well, uh, people can reach me on Instagram. My my book page is at readers.reviews1. You'll find me uh, immediately. Uh, my DMs are always open. Uh, my email can also be found uh, on my page if someone wants to send me an email. Uh, also, I'm open to all discussions in DMs and, uh, and email. So, uh, and I actually love talking about books with, with everyone, yeah, especially fun. if we're having uh, a constructive uh, conversation and valuable conversation. Exactly. Well, I want to say thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you. This was fun. This, thank this you. was great. Let's yeah. let's let's try and do this again. You know, maybe maybe we'll pick a you know a specific book or something. We'll mm -hmm. we'll both read it together and you know discuss how we see it. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, that was the interview. I want to thank Roy for coming on. Um, Readers.review1. You can find him on Instagram. And yes, stay tuned. I have another wonderful uh, interview with a person um, named An Abdi. Uh, he does uh, one-minute book reviews, and it's a fascinating conversation, and that will be next week. As always, you can reach me at Justin Yonts on uh, social media, any one of those combinations. And I will see you next time on the DMF.